a Radio 1 91FM podcast. Tuesday through to Thursday at 9.05am on the Radio 1 Breakfast Show, our resident political aficionado John Moore drops by to deliver bite-sized politics. From the Octagon to the Beehive to the White House to the Kremlin, as it happens, here's your political roundup. Morena John. Kira Koto, and on today's political roundup, it's all about the European Union elections. Now, these elections uh, decide the makeup of the European Parliament. Citizens from the 28 member states of the European Union get to vote in these elections. There are 751 members of the European Parliament referred to as MEPs. The European Parliament is seen as giving democratic legitimacy to the EU. However, the powers of the Parliament are, in fact, quite limited. And the European Parliament is not the sovereign body of the EU. This democratic deficit is, in fact, present throughout the entire EU body. The only body that can initiate legislation in the Union is the European Commission. And no one got to vote for any of the members of the Commission uh, during these elections. The Commission members are appointed through a rather complicated process where national governments, rather than the wider voting public, suggest who should be the members of the legislative body. The European Parliament, which people voted for over the last few days, does have veto powers over legislation. However, unlike a parliament in a liberal democracy, such as our parliament in New Zealand, the European Parliament cannot enact legislation on its own right. The European Commission, rather than the Parliament, is the main legislative body, and this body, as I've pointed out, is not democratically elected. The lack of powers of the European Parliament is arguably the reason for the very low participation rates in European Union elections. And for this election, uh, 50.5% of um, potential voters participated. And this was actually, in fact, an all-time high, the highest turnout in the last two decades. So what about the results? The overall trend of this election was that the traditional centre-left and centre-right parties did particularly poorly. That is, the Social Democratic slash Labour parties, as well as the main Conservative parties, basically bombed out. Such centrist parties can be seen as the equivalent to the Labour and National parties in New Zealand. The beneficiaries of this election were Green parties, pro-European Union Liberal parties and populist and nationalist groupings. Pro-EU parties do still represent a majority in the Parliament. However, in several major countries, Eurosceptic nationalists were the victors. Nationalists and populists were the most popular options in the UK, Italy and France. And this support for nationalist and right-wing populist party indicates wide levels of discontent with the whole EU project. These overall results show that European voters are becoming increasingly polarised. Voters that can be seen as cosmopolitan, as beneficiaries of ongoing globalisation, are now opting for explicitly pro-EU liberal parties. Such liberal parties, which include the French President Macron, the Republic on the Move party, tend to be socially liberal and lead economically to the right. That is, they favour open markets and minimal government intervention in the economy, while being socially liberal at the same time. Voters who are the most disillusioned with the EU project and with globalisation in general are more and more opting for nationalist and far-right populist parties. Such 
voters are made up of EU citizens who have, who have benefited the least from trade and market liberalisation over the last few decades. Amongst the far-right parties that did particularly well were the nationalist anti-EU Brexit party in the UK, Marie Le Pen's far-right national rally movement in France, and the quasi-fascist Lega in Italy, or League. So these EU elections demonstrate that we are still in a new era of radical and increasingly polarised politics. So we certainly live in interesting times. We do. For today. We do. Go the Greens. A lot of Greens in there, mate. I was happy about that. Yeah, they did. Yeah, the Green parties are definitely on the rise in Europe. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, one definite trend. Indeed. All right. Thank you so much, John. That's okay. Talk again tomorrow morning. All right. Have a good day. You too. That was the Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.